petite Syrah. A little extra. Put this all wrecked in your cerebral cortex. You want me to rap? Think I'd rather take a nap. It's a wheel. It's your feel. It's, it's the, the best nightcap. Cheers! You are listening to Storygram Podcast Network. Hosted by Transistor.fm. Hey guys, Sarah here. Uh, before we get started with the show, I just want to let you know that uh, because of the pandemic that we're all currently living in, all of the episodes going forward um, were recorded with Zoom, so the quality of the sound is going to be different than what you normally expect. Also, we recorded these episodes ahead of time, so what you're hearing from us doesn't reflect what's currently going on in the world. Uh, who knows what's going on in the world by the time you hear these. Hopefully we're doing better and getting a grip on this crisis. Uh, anyway, hope you enjoy the show. Cheers. Hello. Hello. Welcome Here. to Petite, Petite Sarah. The little extra. <laughs> it's like, she better say it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kat. This is Sarah. Uh, I'm still drinking this Sonoma Coast Chardonnay. Well, I'm still drinking some lovely water. No way. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so great. we're not together. It's, we don't. Go ahead. No, nothing. Yeah, we're we're on Zoom. Uh, you know, the new the new world. We're doing it the new way because we're technological gals. So we're, we're becoming that way, maybe, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I was like crossing my fingers and no one can see. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, maybe one of us can see. It's not going to be me. Um, <laughs> all right. So we don't have the wheel. We're just going to share some stuff that we prepared. Um, so, but if you want the wheel sound, <laughs> I feel like there you go. And it, it fell on. Green, which is happy, funny, right? Or green I don't know. Gross, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just green and boogers. I always anyway. <laughs> okay, funny story. Okay, so um, I've got a, a story about a patient that I had um, sometime in the past year that came in and needed a catheter placed. And I went to place the catheter and I was standing there in front of a nursing student and another nurse that was orienting and it's a male catheter and those aren't difficult to do. You just stick it in the hole, the only hole there is. Um, so anyway, I'm like, let me just use this as a teachable moment. And I'm trying to teach these, you know, two nurses how to insert a catheter. And I keep trying to insert it and it's like bouncing off of this man's penis. It's like coming back at me. And I keep trying and keep trying. And finally, I'm like, all right, I've got to just break sterile field and inspect his penis. What's going on? And it turns <laughs> out he had a false urethra. So like where the urethra should be, it was, there was none there. There was no hole. It just looked what? like, pink. yeah. And so then I was like, well, where does the pee come out? And I found a very small hole just on the underside of his penis but near the, the head of his penis. Um, I, I hope these are, I don't, I'm like, I don't know the technical it's words. For called, it's called hypospades. Well, that's, I was going to say, but I'm like, is it called the head? If you're saying it in uh, medical terminology. Oh, I <laughs> glands penis. I think it's the glands. glands. It was under the glands. 
sorry. Less yeah. medical for probably people that don't know is probably better. So don't worry about it. Oh, okay. So yeah, he had hypospadia, which is like when you have a small hole on the underside of the glands, I guess, or it's just not, it's a misplaced ure- urethra. Um, so anyway, uh, we need to get a smaller catheter to insert because the Foley catheters that we have, we're going to be too big for that. And so I call the urologist. He has some in his office and we go pick them up and whoever brings them back. I'm like, these are not, there's no balloon on the end. You can't inflate it and leave it indwelling in the bladder. So the urologist actually shows up and we're kind of figuring out what do we need to do? It's not going to be practical to in and out cat this guy because he's going to, he's getting a massive amount of fluids and um, that would just be rude. And so we're trying to think through how can we get this thing to stay indwelling like a Foley catheter. And I finally got the bright idea to get the little devices that you use to clamp an NG tube Um, and hold it into someone's nose in place. So like there's a sticker that goes on their nose and then there's a little plastic clamp that's attached to the sticker and it just kind of ratchets down around the tube and holds it in place. That way the NG tube doesn't get pulled out. So I said, I'm going to put one of those, the sticky part on the end of his penis, and then I'm going to ratchet the little plastic part around the catheter. And that's what I did. And we attached it to a Foley bag and it drained his urine work like a charm. I was so proud of myself. That you like totally <laughs> MacGyvered it. That's amazing. I like to think that <laughs> I Jimmy rigged it. <laughs> Dude, what did, <laughs> what did the students think? Uh, they were first, they were kind of just shocked that I wasn't able to get the catheter in the first time. <laughs> we're all looking at it like, that's where it goes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so and funny. Then, I wish I would have there. I think you would have really appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. That's a, have you ever come across um hypospadia in no. any other time? I didn't even know the word for it. I like couldn't remember what that was. I didn't remember that it was a thing. And then later I was like, why would this be? And it just turns out, you know, I'm researching it. It's a disorder. Urology is not my specialty, obviously. So, um, anyway. Hypospadia, sorry. Yeah. I was so excited to give the night nurse report. I'm like, hey, come look at this. Look what I did. (laughs) (laughs) What did she do or he? The patient? No, the nurse. night nurse. Oh, they were like, all right, that's, that works. That works. So they just kind of monitored it and, you know. No one was quite as excited about it as I was. Yeah, I'm really excited and I wasn't even there. That's a great story. I love that. I just say catheters. I don't know why. (laughs) They excite me. Me too. (laughs) What's wrong? Why? (laughs) We are of a kind. Um, Okay, well, I don't have any funny stories because I have three words, medical words, I guess kind of medical, medical words of the day that I'm going to share. Let's hear them. Okay, I want you to guess what they are. Okay. Um, well, should I have you guess what they are, or should I tell you and make you guess what it is? Um, whichever you think. I like guessing what they are, but you, whichever okay. way, I think it'll be. Okay. So this one is gustatory rhinitis. 
Okay, gustatory, I think that has something to do with when you eat. And then rhinitis is like you get inflammation in your nose. Am I right? So you eat something and it causes you to get a stuffy nose? Or taste? So close. It's when your nose runs when you eat spicy food. Ah. Because <laughs> that happens to everyone, right? Like if you eat something really spicy, you always have a runny nose. That's true. That's I never funny. thought that they would actually have a definition for it, but of course they have a definition for everything. So gustatory rhinitis. What if you found that medical history? Gustatory rhinitis? <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're like, what? Um, that. <laughs> the, uh, so rhinitis is a runny nose, I think. Anyway. Okay. So this one is, I'm going to give you the word again, transient lingual papillitis. Okay. Transient. So it's passing. It doesn't last. Lingual. Tongue. What was the last thing? Papillitis? Papillitis. Um, your, the, your tongue's inflamed briefly, but why? Um, because you licked a cactus. That yeah. would definitely cause that. <laughs> <laughs> so papilla are the little, like we call them taste buds and itis is an inflammation. And so, so why, why does this happen? Okay. Why? So I don't know why it happens, but it's a tongue bump. So when oh. you're, you know, once in a while you'll get like a taste bud that's inflamed and it really hurts. Yes. Yeah. So that's what that is. I just, I didn't, I didn't look up why the, that happened, but, um, <clears throat> but that's just what it's actually medically called, transient lingual papillitis. So it's a thing, enough of the time that they came up with a name for it. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of cool. That is cool. <clears throat> okay. For the best of us. <laughs> it definitely does, and it's terrible. So the um, last one is Vesalgia. Vesalgia, the V? Vesalgia, V-E-I-S-A-L-G-I-A. Okay. This is when your gas deference is in pain. (laughs) Yes. I knew you were going to go to some sort of private part. (laughs) (laughs) Catheters. (laughs) (laughs) no so it's a hangover what yeah i'll explain where it comes from so it's a medical term for hangover they vasalgia or something it's it's like norwegian and greek so i'm probably saying it wrong i tried to i looked up how to pronounce it but anyway vasalgia and it's um from a from the norwegian word kveis K-V-E-I-S, which means <laughs> uneasiness, uneasiness following debauchery. <laughs> and then plus al- the Greek word algebra, which is pain. <laughs> I love that, especially the first part of the word where they have like in other languages specific words for things that we don't have in English, you know, and vice versa. <laughs> I know, it makes so much more sense than just hangover, like uneasiness following debauchery is the perp and then pain. It's like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
And, you know, I think everyone's drinking a little bit more than normal during COVID and staying home and, you know, we got to cope. So that word you now have in your vocabulary. Thank you for that. I'm going to use that one. There you go. Suffering from a little nostalgia. <laughs> Sounds more official. Yeah. <laughs> all righty. Well, any other stories? Nope. That's all I got for now. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, well, everyone. Until next time. Cheers. 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 These short teasers are excerpts from comedian Aiden Park's book, The Art of Being Yay. Think self-empowerment with a comedic twist. These are tough times we're all going through. Who couldn't use a little mental health wellness and laughter? For more of The Art of Being Yay, visit AidenPark.com. That's A-I-D-A-N-P-A-R-K.com. Sponsored by The Laugh Cellar and Storygram Podcast Network. The caveman days where we were, you know, out there, you know, collecting berries or whatever. And then we see a big bear hurling toward us, right? And then we feel a sense of fear. <gasps> fear, right? Why? Because fear is a danger alert and it creates a fight or flight response in you. So you better fight the danger or flee from the danger. One or the other. That is a natural response. Fear is a natural response. But nowadays, <laughs> people are like, you feel fear, you're a pussy. And so you better defeat that fear. Be fearless. Do it. And then it's like, should you really be fearless of jumping out of a plane? Do you, I mean, is there, is there, is there some room there <laughs> for fear to exist? Like, is that a logical and primal human response that should actually be honored instead of ignored because you're a man. Like, for some reason, you know, fear has been associated with being a pussy. And so all these guys are like, I'm going to go swimming with shark-infested waters with one arm tied behind my back. And because I'm a man, and then, you know, they lose arms and legs. And they're like, oh, I lost my arms and legs. And then they do a GoFundMe. Come on.